today on Commitment to Truth. Husbands, we, if we're all honest, we struggle to love our wives like Christ does the church. Wives, your struggle will be to respect your husband as God commanded you. These are two main root struggles, root issues that we all have. In other words, when a man is respected, he then is what? Loved. And a woman is loved, she is respected. When a man truly understands how to love his wife, then she feels respected. Right? Because every woman says, I need to be respected too. Absolutely you do. But if we don't love you properly, you feel disrespected. Welcome to Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Each week, Pastor Cedric Brown and the pastoral team at Commitment Church strive to draw you into a deeper relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here is Pastor Cedric, lead pastor of Commitment Church, with today's message. How does this type of, this type of refreshing look? Wives, respecting your husband is to give him headship. The word head relates to oneness, thus one body can only have one body can only have one head, and the loss of the head destroys life. It's giving him the lead. Giving him the lead. I like to say, ladies, man down. Let him take the reins. Let him make some mistakes that he's going to learn from. Remember the word subject. It means to arrange under, to yield under one's advice. Pray for your husband. Encourage him. And, and today, women have made advances in the marketplace. They're making more money than they've ever made before. Sometimes they're probably the uh, breadwinner in the home. And that's a, that's, that, that's a privilege. But how are you stewarding that uh, privilege? Are you lording it over him? Are you making him, with, I don't need you attitude. I can do this by myself. If that's the attitude you want to come in, you might as, well, might as well stay unmarried. Stay single, do you. But if you want to come into a marriage and have a healthy marriage, you want to be able to come in with a, an attitude of, um, of oneness. Because if you keep that same I don't need you attitude, he's going to start to feel that way and he's going to become what you have told him he was, which mm -hmm. is dispensable. Yeah. Checking out mentally and physically. Remember the privilege, as Lisa said, especially in our contemporary, is that a, a wife can have great power mm -hmm. and authority in a marketplace. Mm -hmm. But when you come home, the authority hat has to shift. And that does not, that does not make you less than. Yeah, that absolutely. does not make you less intelligent. Yeah. It doesn't make you less than. It's just there's a, what is it called? Hierarchy. A hierarchy. Yeah. A, a mm -hmm. Christ, man, and woman. Yeah. And that's a good thing because you, look who you're covered by. You're covered by Christ and your husband, that's a good place to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and again, it, it, remember what we're sharing here with you, it's not, this is not our opinion. This is what God has ordained for your benefit. Now again, the, the, the challenge will always be if you've never seen it modeled, right? Let's say you didn't have a healthy father, mm -hmm. Right, then all that does is exacerbate everything going into the context of marriage. But then it's no different than Lisa and I. I mean, she didn't have a healthy example with her father. And I took the heat early on in our marriage. It's like, why are you mad at me? I didn't do anything. You know, she just wake up mad, or you know, and and and, and accuse, accuse, right, accuse me of certain things that I didn't even do. But it was because the failures of her dad, she carried it in and expected me to have the same failure. We come in with our guards up. 
we come in. I mean, we love this man to death, but I'm still watching him with a John Dice eye. Because, you know, I've seen my daddy do what he did, and then, you know, prior relationships. That all came in mm-hmm. with. Yep. But he had to show me, and it, w- it wasn't easy because he would, oh boy, bless his heart. <laughs> it, I, I was a hard sell. I, yeah, I, I yeah. was a hard sell. And, and even in when he tried, I would like dig my feet in deeper. Yeah. And, and, but it, it was the way he loved me and the patience that I started to soften. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I can let him fully in. Yeah, yeah. And remember, like Lisa's context, mom and dad divorce, mom and dad now on their own. Right, uh, no successful marriages around her, you know, all these strong women, mm-hmm. right? Matter of fact, when, when you came to Jersey or Philly for good, they gave her a round trip ticket. Oh, yeah, if you need to come home, you come home. That's how it started, guys. Just in case it doesn't work, here's your round trip ticket. <laughs> And save your money. Girl, put you some money aside. That doesn't happen to y'all, right? No, but that <laughs> but that's the reality. That's that's the truth. It's like, uh, you know, it failed, it fell with grandmom, it fell with mom, it's gonna it's fell with aunties, you know, okay, it's gonna fail, you know, uh, you're gonna join the club too, right? So <laughs> yet God is saying, submit and respect that guy who may not be year, there yet. yet. Mm-hmm. So how does this type of refreshing look? You look at verse 26 and 27, again, Ephesians 5, husbands loving your wife is to give her eternal things. Instinctively, even from a little boy with his mom, there's this internal instinct given to man, right? You Can you imagine... And see yourself, and do you even look at your sons today? How they, how they reference mom, right? Look, mommy, look, mommy, look, 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 mommy, look, 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 mommy. There's this internal instinct of I want to give mommy something. I want to put a smile on mommy's face, right? You look at a little boy. A little boy would just watch her mom, and just know when she's upset, and would come and just stroke her like this. Just to calm you down, because they see your facial expressions change. That's why guys look at their wives, see their face, and say, what's, what's wrong? what I do? <laughs> it's like, I've just been sitting here. You know, we, nothing, no transactions, no conversations, and you just, what's wrong? Your facial expressions changed. Because we are so externally driven Right. And, and there's there's some value in that because you need to go plow the field, work hard, provide your family for, for your family. But if it is only that and it's solely that and if that is your main goal, I will guarantee you, you will miss loving your wife every single time. You'll miss her every single time. And that's why he says to us guys, sanctify her, which means to separate her from profane things and dedicate her to God. Cleanse her. It means to free from defilement of sin and from faults to free from guilt of sin. Remember what Lisa said? It was my job, guys, to figure that thing out. Now, early on, I was like, well, why me? Why me? Why are you talking to me that way? And I was all sensitive and, you know, and all that stuff. But I had to gain some thick skin and grow up and be able to say, okay, something's got to change. Now, 
human fleshly tendency says, I'm running to the rooftop, or I'm, I'm now going to disconnect from her, and then I will start pursuing other things, like career maybe. If you're the safe guy, I'll just work harder, work longer, stay away from the house. So I have to deal with her. And if that's happening to you, ladies, you probably should ask some exploratory questions. Second would be, okay, well, let me find another lover. Job, career, right? It could be mama. She, he goes back to mama. It could be, he, could, he goes back to his boys and just always wants to hang out with his friends. Hang out with his friends because you're not his friend. Or he may choose sexual devices. And you wonder why he doesn't long for you. Belongs to other stuff. Because it really isn't about sex. It's about relationship. It's about respect. But guys, it is our responsibility to work through all of that emotional stuff that I just described to you. To still say, God, how can I make sure that my wife is free from sin and and faults, and so I got to explore. And once I, I landed on, oh, she's not really mad at me, she's mad at her daddy. And you know how I began to be? An intercessor for my wife, and I began to be a master reconciler. And right, and I, I was, every opportunity, I was trying to get her and her daddy together to fix and repair the relationship, guys. Still today, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's an opportunity. I'm like, oh, we got to go see your dad. I'll say that before she says. There's mm-hmm. times I've just said, oh, Father's Day, I'm good as a daddy. I'm shipping you to Georgia to go be with your daddy. Here's the plane ticket. You have no, you can't even tell me no. Here's the plane ticket. Because I've seen that as she is healed there, she is healthier for me. Washer, the act of bathing. Mm. Not, not with a Brillo pad. No, not, not, dr- not drowning. Not drowning her. <laughs> you, you have, God has given you as a man the authority of the household, but you have to be wise in yeah. how you steward it. Yeah. Yeah. And when it talks about washing, I think of a gentle wash, not yeah. scrubbing her down. You know how sometimes men get that one scripture, well, you're supposed to submit to me. No. No, yes it is, but you've forgotten about how Christ is to love me as he loved the church. Yeah. Where, where, you forgot about that part, loving me. Yeah. But the worst thing you can do is whack her in the head with the Bible. Because if, if she anything like me, she's going to go the opposite direction. Because when we first got married, Cedric loved the Lord. He was full of ze- zealousness, but no love whatsoever. <laughs> And we had problems. Yeah, we yeah. fought Monday, Wednesday, Friday was fight night. Yeah, yeah. Because he could, he couldn't, te- he couldn't tell, he couldn't tell me anything. But it wasn't yeah. until well, you know, the Bible says. And I'm like, I don't care what the Bible says. <laughs> uh, I say so. <laughs> sure did. I just try to throw them out. You know, the Bible says and she looked at me like I was a fool or something. <laughs> but the Lord says the the only way that you can wash her with the word, the best way you can wash her with the word of God is. You have to bathe her with your life. If the word is not in you and it's not believable to her in you, 
you can try to wash her all you want by verbally communicating it, but the way you do it is by living it and the word just spills out over her. Just spills out over her as you live and you love her unconditionally. When you start loving her, listen, guys, when you start asking for forgiveness, when you know she should be asking you forgiveness, you're bathing her with the word because you're showing her Jesus. He forgave you before you even thought about your sin. And there are t- I never forget there'll be times early in our marriage, I'll be like, she is dead wrong. I know she's wrong. And I'll be processing it in my <laughs> head and heart. But like, I know she's wrong. And God would say, nope, but you allowed it to get out of hand. So is your responsibility. And I'm talking to you right now. So you need to go in there right now and ask for forgiveness. Well, what, what, why did he do it? I'm having this conversation. Well, you know, I, I didn't. Well, no, you let it get out of hand. And I'm talking to you right now. So you go in there and you ask for forgiveness, wrong, right, or indifferent. And then, you know, I start seeing guys, I start seeing Lisa begin to ask for forgiveness without me prompting her. Because I, I, as the leader, troop commander, if you would, modeled it first. I died and gave myself up. And it then gave her the permission and the courage to start doing the same thing. It became, it became safe. Once I began to be more vulnerable with eternal behavior, eternal things, right? My, my goal was seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all these things, which includes respect, started being added. Servitude, set her free, wash her clean by serving her until her old man dies. I think we forget as in marriage, we, we come into, we, well, we don't come into marriage thinking we're to serve, but that's actually what we come into marriage. I'm supposed, we're supposed to serve each other, yeah. to meet each other's needs. Wise, respecting your husband is to give God control in everything. Wise, subject yourself to your own husband. The key here is as unto the Lord. You're doing this for, because of the Lord, what the Lord has commanded you to do. Sometimes you have to take him out of the picture and just, okay, Lord, I'm doing this because you told me. As Christ is also the head of the church, so also wives ought to be to their husbands and everything. You know, I think the first thing, ladies, we should do is to ask ourselves or ask our husbands what does respect look like hmm. to him? Because respect for your husband might not look like the yeah. same as respect for my husband. And you can't, you can't shoot in the dark. If you do, you might shoot his eye out. Yeah. But if you ask, you know, you know which direction you're going. Cedric is very sensitive to words. Mm-hmm. And I was, I'm real flippant with words. My family was real flippant with words. You know, and I, but I, you know, I'm joking, but he all messed up in the head. So I had to realize <laughs> that I had to be careful yeah. Yeah. with my words. That's, res- that's respect to Absolutely. him. Give your husband to the Lord. And now let me pause there. She's absolutely right. And because, um, and it was because of my baggage of being a baby of eight, you know, words were always sensitive, you know, talked about and, you know, teased. So I go in, it's like, why are you talking to me that way? That ain't funny. I was all edgy, you know, but again, dying to self, the Lord had to say, bro, 
grow up, get some tougher skin. It ain't all that deep. You know, it'll be like, well, why you say no that way? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, now I'm splitting hairs, you know? You know, and the Lord really had to convict me and said, man, you got to grow up and you got to get some thicker skin here, man, and not letting every word that she says, you know, cause you to be all in a tizzy and just, you know, making you wig out on things, you know? And so it makes sense. And whatever it may be, guys, you, you have to, we have to eventually grow up and get, get stronger on the inside that this stuff on the outside doesn't bother us. I'm sorry, babe. So you want, to, you want to give your husband to the Lord. Pray for him. Pray over him. Sometimes at night when Cedric is asleep and we're there, you know, God will tell me to pray. And I'll pray over. He don't even know I'm praying over. I'm praying over him. Fast for him. There's nothing you can do to change that man. Only God can change it. So pray over him. I, I know it's hard in the wait. Like I said, sometimes you got to take him out the picture. Um, but... If I'm trusting God with everything in my life, I can trust him with my marriage and that he's going to work and work on my husband as well as work in me. So uh, in a company, you got one CEO. You can't have two CEOs. Somebody has to be the body. But that doesn't make uh, the CEO can't do anything without the rest of the body. There's this old movie and it's just that <laughs> I like corny old uh, scary movies, and it's 1950-something, and it's a head. It came off the body. It's just sitting there. And, but it can't do anything because it doesn't have any limbs. Hmm. We're the limbs. He, he's the head, but we're the limbs. So it's, it's just a, a matter of, like you said, a high, hierarchy. Higher. Archy. God's, God's order. God, that's it. God's order. And even, I, I don't know if many of you golf. I don't golf, but I do know this. Um, when you're golfing, you have a caddy. The golfer is the golfer, but the caddy comes alongside and helps him. He can read the, the course and recommend what club club to use. Mm -hmm. So um, that's how, that's how our, our marriages are. We're a helper. They need our help. God knew they were going to need our help, so he made us. <laughs> he knew they were going to be yeah. struggling without us. So don't <laughs> think your, your role is diminished Amen. at all. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like to say, yeah, we may be the head, but they're the heartbeat. Because once they start beating out a rhythm, it's like, what in the world's going on in this house, you know? And, and I, it, but it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't diminish a woman's uh, voice. Mm -mm. I mean, you have a voice, and guys, that's one thing we have to make sure that we don't uh, alter is her freedom to share what she's thinking and feeling. She should always have the privilege to say whatever she's thinking and she's feeling. And if she doesn't, she going to go talk friend. to somebody else. Mm -hmm. You have it, to create a safe, safe place for her. It could be a female or it could be a knucklehead who's just sipping a cup of coffee and just priming a pump. And you know what I'm talking about. So our responsibility is to learn how to is to not be so difficult of a person that she is willing to submit to and to respect. But being able to give her that freedom, you know, to give her voice or opinion. Like I, I've come to realize that there's things that Lisa is just better at than me. Doesn't mean that I'm not the head of the home. 
but she's better at something. And, and can I also say this to you, gentlemen? Please do not degrade yourself and use terminology such as this. She's the boss. She's not the boss. Matter of fact, you're not even the boss. She is not the boss. She's in a very, very important part of the family. But she's not the boss. I get what we're trying to say, but she's not the boss. <laughs> okay? And some women start trying to act like she's the boss because you keep saying she's the boss. Right? But she's very good and astute. And one, if your wife is smarter than you, it's okay if she's smarter than you. Let her be smarter than you. Flourish that. You know, promote that. You know? Let her flourish in who she is because you want her to be safe with you, to be able to submit and respect to your authority, but then um, uh, ultimately uh, be that woman who is, is flourishing in your marriage rather than skittish and afraid to say what she's thinking and all these, you know, and that's, that's totally unhealthy. Totally unhealthy. Make sense? Thank you again for listening to our series, From Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. If you want to listen to the previous messages in this series, or if you want to hear messages from other series, visit Commitment Church on YouTube or Pastor Cedric Brown on Spotify, Pandora, or other podcast providers. You can also visit us on our website, commitmentchurch.org. And if you live in the Philadelphia, Delaware, or South Jersey area, we would love to see you in person as well. You can attend any of our services by visiting us at 2 Berlin Road South, Lindenwald, New Jersey, 08021. Thank you again for listening, and have a blessed and wonderful day.